Welcome back to another episode of Am I Doing This Right? I'm Corinne Fox. And I'm Natalie McMillan. And we are best friends, confidants, millennials, and the host of Am I Doing This Right? A life how-to podcast from the perspective of non-experts. And each week we cover a new topic and we drink a new fun little bevy. You guys are like laughing right now. (laughs) Natalie and I are doing our first ever Zoom podcast. Like fully remote. Yeah. So if this sounds so shitty, we apologize. Listen, we're out here scrounging through the... (laughs) Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna um, YOLO this out and see what happens. Um, there is, well, in terms of new fun bevy, I'm not really drinking a new fun bevy, but I was drinking a fun bevy, which is ginger ale. It is your. It is the Corinne Fox special. It's is a signature signature drink. Actually, this is hilarious because I'm drinking my signature drink. Oh my god, Diet Pepsi. Diet Pepsi. Because I was coming on here and I was like, ooh, I'm tired. I need a little a little boost. Oh god, I'm so happy for you. Yeah. So luckily I had one in my refrigerator and I really went for it. Well, you guys, this week we are we are YOLOing again. And this is kind of a shoot in the shit per usual. Yeah. Or new usual, I guess. People really yeah. like them. Yeah, you guys really like them, and they're very easy for us, and I have about 6,000 things to talk about, but one of them, at the end of the episode, can we please play Citizen's Arrest? Yes, and I'm so mad because I thought of a Citizen's Arrest the other day, and I didn't write it down, and I've been trying to remember it ever since. Okay, I have, you're going to have one, but I have one, which I wanted to talk about this entire episode, but I will wait till Citizen's Arrest till the end. Okay, I'm excited. It is It is actually driving me crazy, and I need to know if other people are experiencing what I'm experiencing. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I can't yeah. wait. Whatever it is. Yeah. I would um, stay on the edge of your seats because <laughs> it's driving me crazy. But anyways, Nat, what's going on in your world? <laughs> Jesus Christ. We've been, we've been going through some things. Um. The potty potty girls and gays and theys and guys kind of know we sort of touched on it in previous episodes that I've been having some health issues, but we're starting to get them under control. I've had a couple iron infusions over the past couple weeks to help with. I had a very low iron level which was concerned like so low i'm i don't know how natalie's alive low me either actually so joe took me to my appointment yesterday and he was like so what what was like your number and i was like oh well last time we tested it was three and he's like like when do you like when is it when do you die basically i was like zero i was like oh shit (laughs) it was more like a when is it like you can't go any lower, sort of critical. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, we're there. We're already there." Um, so we had, and then today I had an ultrasound to see if I had any like uterine fibroids or anything. Oh, you had it? I had it today. Lord have mercy. Yes, Natalie. Okay, 
I think I've been in some sort of time warp, but Natalie has had this appointment next Friday for about two and a half months, where every time I ask her, she's like, no, my appointment's next Friday, Corinne. And I'm like, okay. Then the next week I ask Natalie, it's next Friday. And the next week, it's next Friday. I'm like, Natalie. Yesterday, you were like, when is your ultrasound? And I was like, tomorrow. And you were like, oh my God, finally. But Jesus, I'm today. It was today. Oh, finally. I've been waiting for this appointment. Yes. Well, great news is that I have no fibroids or cysts or anything. And she said, I am extremely fertile. <gasps> oh, good. Good for you. I know. So that's good. So we we still have to figure out like the, the real root cause of the bleeding and the inability to absorb iron but you know we're getting there we're getting there we're getting there okay well it's like you don't i don't want there to be anything wrong with you um so like i'm happy but also like i'd love to know the cause of what's happening oh me too me too i i and i think we're getting there i've got a really good team of doctors now i feel very taken care of and supported and i'm i feel good about it I'm still a little tired. It's a lot on your body. Like the infusions, it's like kind of a lot. Um, but I'm looking forward to like feeling better. I'm looking forward to you feeling better. Yeah. What about you? Would you like to do any updates? Oh, goodness. Um, oh, well, I went to an outdoor movie. Oh, you did? Yeah, um, it was so much fun. And I saw Poetic Justice, which I have never seen. Have you seen it? No, that's on my list of movies that we have to watch. Okay, so I saw Poetic Justice. It was like me, Joe, and like her girlfriend. Like we did like this double date thing. First of all, I've always thought, of course, Tupac is very attractive. But him in this movie? Because it's with Jada Pinkett, isn't it? No, it's Janet Jackson. Oh, it's Janet Jackson. And him and Janet Jackson. Oh, my God. And he plays a mailman. Oh, okay. A man- he plays a mailman. And they go on, like, a little, like, adventure together. I will say that what I've realized and what I've now talked to my family about and gotten more explanation on is that 90s black films had a lot of violence. So this is a love story. A lot of violence. Very violent. A lot of uh, a lot of gun gun violence. Okay. Domestic violence. Okay. And so then I've gone on a black cinema kick. Uh-huh. Because I saw Poetic Justice and my family's like, oh, no, no, you got to see this. You got to watch this. So then I watched another movie called Set It Off. It's with it's with Jada Pinkett, Vivica Fox, Queen Latifah. They're all like young. And there's like four women and they're bank robbers. I've heard of this movie. Oh my gosh. So good. Again, lot of like, not just like bank robbery violence, like being in South Central violence. Okay. Okay. So you kind of have to prepare. And that one's not a love story, but isn't that one a comedy? No. Oh, it's not. No. Oh, okay. I guess I, there, there are romantic elements though. Okay, but no fun. It's not funny. Queen Latifah is hilarious in it. She plays like comic relief. Oh, but no. And I'll tell you the ending. No. Mm -mm. Oh, but I do think they should remake it 
And I was like, oh my God, it should be like Zendaya. It should be like Kiki Palmer. It could be like um, Halle Bailey. It could be me. I mean, yeah. they just reduce that off. So I think she'd be like Palmer. Kiki Palmer should be the Queen Latifah. Oh my gosh, she's totally good. Oh my God. Okay. Well, I would love that. I would love that film. Okay. So you recommend yes or no? Um, I do. It's just, again, violent. Very violent. Okay. So this is how I feel about Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Oh, because I saw it. That is a comedy, correct? Um, it's like, it's actually, you know, it's like Marvel. Okay. Action. I mean, it is also funny at moments. Um, but I was not prepared because I didn't know what the plot was. Um, and the plot, I am not kidding when I tell you it's about torturing and killing animals. Huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the whole point, but like space ones, like, you know, like, oh, no, regular animals that mutilate. They mutilate them. It's absolutely horrifying. There's this one part that I think about every single day, every day, and I want to cry. Guardians of the Galaxy? I know. And then the whole point of the movie is that they, like, avenge the people that, like, tortured the animals. Was you doing that for fun? <laughs> no, because they're trying, they were trying to, like, they were mutilating the animals into these, like, Robot, half half robot, half alien. Oh, you've lost. You've lost me. You yeah. lost. It was. I had no idea. I just agreed. I was like, sure, I'll go. Uh, uh, halfway through, I thought, I don't know if I can continue. It was brutal. Yeah. But on the other hand, though, like it was still a good movie without those elements. Oh my! Wait. Sorry, not to just completely change subjects, but speaking oh, no, of good movies, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. You saw it? Yeah, did I not tell you I saw it? What? Oh, yes, I saw it. Um, I saw it with a friend of mine, Alice, and um, which I'm really glad I saw it. I wanted to see it with Joe because, you know, I do everything with Joe. So glad I didn't see it with Joe. Okay, so this is... That was my concern because I saw it with like some of my girlfriends, but also my brother and my other friend, Nick, who is a man. And the whole time I was thinking, they've got to be hating this. They, there's no way that they're like thinking that this is cute or funny. And we left and they were like, we love it. Maybe Joe would have. And also, again, Joe only had a brother. So I think there's a lot of the female experience that Joe is coming is, is new information for Joe. Oh, yeah. But I just thought it was so, it was funny. And of course, at the end, me and Alice look at each other, we're crying because she got her period and her mom's on the other side of the door. And I think like we all had that moment. It was such a good, repre- like it was such an accurate representation of what it was like to be like a 12-year-old girl. And I've really never yeah. seen that in anything. That was like, yeah, and it pretty accurate. Yeah, and it wasn't like, I feel like they could have taken it in like a really like raunchy, where like they were like raunchy 12 year olds who were like, 
that's you know yeah. like sometimes they do it where they're like too like horny you know over sexualizing them yeah no that was like just enough where it was like oh yeah like they have crushes and you feel weird and your body's changing you're like like what's happening to me the spin the bottle scene was literally taken out of my life i was like this is exactly like you get invited to your weird classmate like me <laughs> and like what are you gonna you know spin the bottle it's like all exciting I'm, you know and just like that feeling of like oh my god like this is all new and exciting but scary you know so i have two younger sisters who are 14 and 15 i really thought i was gonna be able to experience like their young womanhood like this like that movie yeah it's not they, they don't want me involved in that way no, which is a bummer. But you know what? I'm glad you could experience it via Margaret. I looked up immediately after I left that um, movie theater. I thought, are they making a sequel? Those actors, the child actors, were amazing. It's always refreshing to see Rachel McAdams. I just feel safe. I feel so safe with her. And whoever played the dad, I don't know who that was, but I loved him too. Oh, yeah. I've read about him. He's like kind of dark features yeah i just love the whole thing oh i'm so glad you saw it yes i've seen it and still waiting to see the little mermaid but i will i will see it next week okay i'm seeing it tonight so i will we're seeing it tonight yes oh my gosh please tell me how it is yeah i will not give any spoilers but also i don't know if you can't really spoil it considering is the same i think it's just the same movie it is the same movie and i'm like so you guys can't see, but I have my hair curly now and I've been wearing these like box braid kind of goddess braids for the last two months. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this, this was not the time to take them out. Why? Because everyone's trying to be um, Halle Bailey. Oh, 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 I see. I see. But now, hey, maybe maybe everybody will be like, oh, everybody's doing that now. So now you look like you're not part of the crowd. I'm just bummed. I wanted my little goddess braids and then a little girl to come up to me and be like are you ariel that would be cute that happened to me when i used to wear my hair straight and it was dark i was at disneyland and a girl came up to me and said are you pocahontas which you know i'm not taking that as a racial slur she was very young and also you know your mom loves to say you're racially ambiguous that is true in the nicest way possible. I'm like, mom, that is not PC. My beautiful, racially ambiguous daughter. I'm like, huh? You could you could play Pocahontas if you wanted to. Going to go. I don't want to. You shouldn't. But you could. You could also maybe get away with Jasmine. Nah. If- I mean that. In the day, they casted anybody for any role. So I, I see that, but I'm going to let the, I'm just going to stay, stay in my lane yeah. racially. <laughs> the racially ambiguous lane. Hey. But no, back in the day, they, I mean, they really used to pop off. I mean, I don't think Jake Gyllenhaal has let down um, Prince of Persia. Oh, he did Prince of Persia? Oh, yeah. He, he was the Prince of Persia, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. he was a middle eastern man that was kind of like also um when emma stone was a chinese woman a hawaiian woman yeah no i think she was supposed to be chinese but lived in hawaii oh wow 
So, you know, that is good. We like progress. Love progress. Speaking of progress, I have been making so much progress in therapy recently. So I got this workbook and it's a terrible name. It's called Calling in the One. Ignore the name, but get the book because it is like each day you're supposed to do like a new like journal prompt and all of the prompts are so enlightening. And especially for somebody like me who is a dismissive avoidance. So all of these like activities, they really don't have anything to do with like calling in the one, you know, it's really just about finding emotional safety, like within yourself. Oh my God, I've been loving it. No, I love it for you. I mean, I think that's like, honestly, when you were like telling me the different things you were doing in the workbook, I was like, first of all, I want to do it, even though I found the one, but I would like to still do the workbook because it's just like good, like emotional work that every person on planet earth should do. Again, therapy. Everyone should be doing therapy at all times. Yes. No, I... Even if you are, if you've been married for 10 years, I think that you should pick up this book and there might be a couple chapters that you could, or activities that you could just skip over. That's like, what are you looking for in a partner or something? Like there's like two of those and the rest are just like therapy gold. So 10 out of 10 recommend. But I feel like it has been like helping me in my therapy sessions because I can talk about like what I discovered about myself or like what I've kind of been processing. And then I talk about it with my girl, Rachel. And then she's like, you're really like making progress. Is Rachel new? I've never heard you say Rachel before. Really? I've had Rachel since like a year and a half now. Not ringing a bell. Not ringing a bell. Well, what about you? What's been going on in your, with your therapy thoughts? Yeah. You know, I'm, Always maintaining my regular, regularly scheduled therapy sessions. Yeah. And I feel like I've just been focusing so much on gratitude. I can't explain it. Like I'll be sitting and I get these, like literally these overwhelming waves of, oh my God, I have so many people in my life that I love. And like my fam, I can't explain it. Like it's really weird. Literally the other day I was sitting on the couch and I was like, oh my God, like my sister and Natalie and like, I get really overwhelmed with it. So I feel like I've just been, I feel like I I viewed myself as a very, very like independent. I'm good. Like, you know, I love, I love everyone, but like, I'm good. Like I could move away and be fine. Right. And I think I'm just leaning into more like, oh my gosh, like you need people. Yes. Oh you God. need this book. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Do I, don't, yeah. I know it sounds like dumb, but I'm just like, no, like you need people to go through life with, you know? Yes. Yes. That was one of the like things in the workbook that was like, we're meant to like do life with people. And like, you have to lean into the fact that like other people also need you. Like, there has to be this kind of community element. And so, yeah, I 1000% know you, what you mean. And it's not dumb. I think a lot of people are in that position. I also think it's like, maybe I'm wrong. 
But like, I think the American culture really emphasizes like independence, doing things your own way, like making a path for yourself. And like, has very much like an individualistic view of like your life. Whereas like in other communities, you live with all your grandparents and like, there's like this tribal essence to how you live that is not, I think, as prominent in the, in America. Of course, like, I'm not saying it isn't here, but I'm like, oh, you really do need like your little tribe. I know. But for the most part, it isn't, especially when you think of, and I think I've talked about this randomly before, but just like the fact that so many people are divorced and so many people moved away from their parents for college. So like the families are so displaced that like you don't have the typical like, oh, I live next door to my grandparents and, you know, I have like this whole community or group of people. Like you really do have to make it yourself, make the group yourself. Yeah. And oh. find a way to trust the group. Yeah. Trusting the group too. Mm-hmm. So I love therapy. Always have, always will. Those are the recent things. And I do have something to announce. So what? I'm going to the Taylor Swift concert tomorrow. And I don't I don't know if this is the time that you want to have this conversation or not or what, but but I love Taylor Swift. Corinne loves Taylor Swift. I this overwhelmingly so. Okay. But anyone listening to this who if you love Taylor Swift, you get it. But if you don't, I just like grown up with her. She's been, she's only like just a few years older than me. So by the time her album comes out, it's like exactly where I am in life and all this stuff. Right. And now she's broken up with Joe because I thought Joe was for forever. Right. And I thought we were really aligned. I was like, okay, I got my person. She's got both named Joe. Fabulous. Joe. We're alone. She's going to get married. I'm going to get married. Like all good. Now they broke up. I am a mess. I'm like, we're, we're not aligned. The first time we've never been aligned. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because I think we should also make note that you did text the group chat when you found out they broke up and were like, Joe and Taylor Swift have broken up and I'm like going to collapse. But this makes more sense now because you were very connected to that couple. Yeah. And it was just like her Joe was my Joe. Right. And she actually found him similarly when I found my Joe and her album about her Joe. it's just, it, it, it right. messed with my, right. Yeah. And in terms of the matrix and the universal elements, I really felt like we were two characters that were on the same path. Right. And then you got blown apart. But now, perhaps, you're going to see her tomorrow thriving. Maybe that will soften the blow. I am genuinely terrified for me. Because you're just going to be too, too excited? I'm too excited. I have to bring tissues. I have to bring, I don't even have an inhaler. I should look into it. I'm really worried for myself. Like, and I'm being so serious. Like, I'm not making a bunny. I'm like, really, will I have to be hospitalized? Hospitalized after. Yeah. Well, I certainly hope not. <laughs> I think that it is just so exciting and like emotionally fulfilling and not at all emotionally hospitalizing is that a word no but i understand i understand and i hope that for me too 
And then after my Taylor Swift, I have a very busy weekend. After my Taylor Swift concert, I have a Reiki training. Tell me. Yeah. So I'm doing, I'm getting certified in Reiki 1 on Sunday. Full day experience. 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. I had to pack lunch. And I'm very excited. So um, if you guys don't know what Reiki is, I really don't fully know either besides that it's kind of that energetic frequency that you have to be tuned to that has healing powers. And it does sound like Hogwarts of some sort. And it could possibly be. We don't know. But also, don't you have to like, you? not just anybody can do Reiki, right? Don't you kind of have to be like, you do have to be trained and then have to like have somebody else tell you to, is that right? Because I know yeah, so, you had a girl that was like, you need to train. Yeah, she was like, you're very like attuned to Reiki. Like you're very, uh, I don't know, just in alignment with it. And I felt that I was like, this is kind of my thing. But at my training, I guess I, I don't know, I learn all day. And then at the end, you, get, you become attuned to it. Okay. So they emailed me and they said, hey, you can't eat meat, caffeine, alcohol, any of that 72 hours before your attunement. Oh, wow. Okay. Because they don't, they don't want anything affecting my aura, like the hormones from the meat, the caffeine. Like they don't want anything to be affecting my vessel. Right. No clouding the vessel. I will say that's going to be an issue because the night before I'm going to Taylor Swift concert and I need a, a little glass of wine. Oh, my God, of course. So uh, my best is going to be in whatever state it is. Wine doesn't count. Wine is grape juice on X Games mode. Exactly. So it's fine. It's fine. But I'm very excited for my busy my busy weekend. I have it for you. I know. There's a lot going on over here. Wow, I love that. I'm trying. I don't really have anything going on this week. I'm seeing Little Mermaid, and then I think I'm gonna I'm gonna rest. Oh, um. Well, do you want to not tell me, but not tell me about the crime documentary you're watching? Oh my God, I'm not telling you to watch it. Okay, but here's the thing about my crime documentary detox is that I don't know if what has happened in this is a crime. Correct. It's it's very convoluted. But it's not like murder. No, it's not murder. No, exactly. So I'm saying I think it, I think it can watch it because it doesn't really count. Right, right, right. Well, I'm just telling you that I'm not telling you. And if Joe is listening, I am not <laughs> to watch it. But it is absolutely. It's called The Mysterious Case of Nat- Natalia Grace. And it's about that. It, this was like 10 years ago, maybe about it was like the real life orphan remember that movie the orphan where it was like she was adopted but she was actually an adult Mm -hmm. so that that like actually happened no i remember when this all happened but again i don't know have you finished it i have one episode left and when i tell you the shit has the train has left the station on this thing do you have a side do you think she was a child or an adult this is where I'm still, I'm so conflicted. The one thing she is for sure is some sort of sociopath. Okay, so regardless if she was a child or an adult. Regardless. I mean, she literally diagnosed sociopath. Oh, okay. So then she probably was an adult. It's very, it's, I don't know. It's really, you know, because I think that 
the parents and her were both the villains of this story. Because can I just tell you what I know? Absolutely. What I know is they, this couple adopted this girl who was presenting at six years old. I know at some point they found pubic hair. I knew this is so gross to talk about. And then they were like, hey, are you really six or are you, are you right. 17, 18 years old? She had a period too. She had a period. Right. Okay. So then, then they assume or they get her aged and she is aged as an adult. And then they're like, we have an adult on our hands. So they got her an apartment and they left her there. Yeah. And if that's all true, I guess I wouldn't know what I would do if I had an adult living in my house and was pretending to be a child. I probably would do the same thing. Like, hey, you know, we're going to set you up. We'll get you a nice little apartment or whatever. But like, you got to figure your shit out because you're an adult. Because you're an adult. Yeah. No, it is very hard to know who's telling the truth and who's lying. The dad is off his rocker. The mom is way off her rocker she's a sociopath but it seems like she may have been a child but but there's so many unexplained things she also would um go into when they got her that apartment she people would come into their houses and she would be in there like in their houses just like going through their shit and everybody was like we're very uncomfortable with this person just she was also um, very sexually aggressive towards people. So if she was a child, that seems real fucked up. Hey, man, I don't know. It is right when you think it can't get crazier, it does. It's like six episodes. It's a docuseries on Discovery Plus. I think it's also on HBO, though, because now, now it's all one thing. Bizarre. I know. So don't watch it. But if you don't watch it, please discuss with me. It's going to kill me. I know it. I know it. <sighs> it has been dead. I know. I'm on my true crime detox. I'm really trying to stay away. But um, I did start the Hillsong one. Oh, I, I've seen But that. then I kind of watched the first couple episodes. I said, honestly, this would kind of make a Hillsong look good. Really? Honestly, nothing they did was illegal. They were like, sometimes I feel like they tried to find a story where they were like, they had volunteers that were volunteering all hours of the day, unpaid, like doing. And I'm like, yeah, volunteers aren't paid, but they didn't have to be there. These were. And the, then there was one woman who was like, yeah, I just I kept volunteering and I was volunteering so much I couldn't maintain a job and they wouldn't pay me. I said, ladies, stop volunteering at the church. <laughs> Ma'am. I mean, how is that the church's problem that you're volunteering so much? You can't keep a job. Right. I think wasn't the main problem like the pastor. So yeah, no. So what ended up happening is that the main pastor of the New York location had an affair. Right. And I'm like, was it with a mother or something? No. That's the oh, yeah. With a normal lady. I'm like, okay, I don't condone adultery, but right. I mean, what is so, okay, the like this young, attractive pastor who like got really famous and was hanging out Justin Bieber slept with a, a woman. An entire documentary about it. Docu series. Has anything done like docu series? I'm like, is anything illegal? <laughs> I have to rewatch it. I I think I watched it when it was like kind of in the background, you know. But I remember him being just like cheesy. 
he was he was cheesy and like really what happened is he like blew up and was hanging out with celebrities and he didn't like launder money he literally slept with one i mean like and i i I don't think that's okay but i'm just like why are you right i guess maybe in the church it's because it's so against christian family values or whatever I feel like that's got to happen every single day in church. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's like the the candy, candy, uh, that case where the, oh, when they made like 10, like they (laughs) made two complete series about it with Jessica Biel and then the Elizabeth Olsen one just came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woman who literally like was soup, they were super involved with the church. And then one of the church goers, she was like, would you like to fuck around? And he was like, all right. But then, unfortunately, his wife found out. That seems worth making a few docu, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Reimaginations of this is this wasn't. I mean, I only watched the episode. It wasn't that scandalous. I was like, there's been bigger scandals. Oh, this fucking Natalia Grace shit. That is a scandal. I just don't want to leave with more questions than answers, which it feels like I'm going to leave that docu-series with more questions <laughs> just might i have to i'll let you know after the next i have two more episodes but you know that they're going to go on trial the parents go oh they're going to they're going to trial with the yeah. Natalia grace yes the parents are going on trial and and then the death it's crazy it's okay so than i initially thought do i have to wa- okay i might have to watch it. maybe i'll order in some food tonight and watch it oh not watch it Never but not watch it. Okay, Dad. So should we? Um, I mean, I was gonna say circle back on our drinkies, but you know, I am drinking. I I will rate this. Okay, my Seagram's ginger ale. Who's our like to rate hottie? Oh, who's our hottie? Oh, let's make it Halle Bailey in in Little Mermaid in the spirit of the Little Mermaid. Yeah, and she is so gorgeous, stunning. Okay, so I was going to rate my Seagram's ginger ale one to Halle Bailey. And then I turned the bottle around. It has 56 grams of sugar in it. You know what? It is 56. It is what it is. Uh, so it's like, I'm, you know, I love ginger ale. So it was like easy 10 out of 10. But purely for the 56 grams of sugar and the high toast corn syrup as the second ingredient i'm about to give it an eight an eight an eight well i will say um in my first infusion treatment i was getting so severely nauseous and they brought me that little ginger ale brought me back to life immediately you did the right thing right thing so yeah it really is it's a miracle worker Okay, so my Diet Pepsi, I live, laugh, love for a Diet Pepsi. The caffeine helps me a little bit if I need to pick me up. Um, however, it's not something that I'm so obsessed with that, like, it's a Hallie out of Hallie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will give it, I'm going to give it an eight. Okay. Yeah. Eight and a half. Out of Holly Bailey. Yes. And you're eight, right? Yes, I'm an eight. Combined, our drinks this week are 8.25. Wow, I love that. 
All right, this is the part of the episode where we play a little wrap-up game, and we're playing Citizen's Arrest. And I am on the edge of my seat. Oh my, I'm like furious right now. Oh my God. And I hope, I hope people are experiencing this. Citizen's Arrest on TikTok lives or anybody else getting the weirdest shit you've ever seen in your life on TikTok lives. I get them and I scroll right past them because I'm like, why am I watching somebody like throw rocks at Tumblr? But you know, I went live on accident the other day and it was the worst. Is it? Oh my God, it was horrifying. What did you do? I fucking rolled with it, but I was just like, uh. So I just like did a makeup thing that I was going to record anyways, but I was on fucking live and I, um, I will never do it again. I do okay. not. What I'm seeing, so I'll be at night, if I'm scrolling on TikTok, here are the lives I see. There's the shrimp girl. Please tell me you've seen her. <laughs> oh, oh, she has a, a live crawdads a crawfish boil yeah. every night and they're alive yeah then so they're falling out of the fucking tub and yes. then yeah her she's on my tiktok live i get um these interactive rooms where people are sitting on like a diving board in front of a pool and if you send them like a flower they fall in and they go i also have another one where people are in these interactive rooms and they're asleep they're sleeping and if you send them like a flower or coin, it interacts with the room and it makes it go like, or wake up. And then the person goes, and they make the weird noises. Oh, there's another one where a guy is crying. He cries the whole time. I can't. Just can't. I see see nasty shit on there. I see disturbing I see one girl who's standing in a room and she just gets condiments thrown on her, like ketchup, mustard, mayo. Yes, Natalie. Okay, I have not seen any of those. I have seen Crawdad Girl. And I I always, I keep running into like people throwing rocks into tumblers. ASMR, the girl who, and then she has like her nails on the thing live. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm seeing weird weird and i have a high tolerance for weird shit on tiktok live right now and i'm like pass what is happening you gotta scroll past real quick i think what's happened is i clicked in a couple of times and like what the fuck is this and now i'm getting more weird shit right that's the problem is that you watch it and then it's like oh you want more of this it's like i don't it started with i'm so guilty of this i don't want to tell anyone you have to now it started with this TikTok live I've, I've seen of this guy who's like, I won't talk until an attractive girl joins my lives. Have you seen him? So I was like, what? I know I was mad. I was like, what are you talking about? Right. And literally this guy sits on live and, you know, girls will like a request and he'll put him in and they'll be like, hi. And he'll be like, and just look at them. Oh and she's, she's, and the girls would be like, really? You're not going to say anything? And he has a sign that says, I'm not talking until an attractive girl. And then they're, then they're like, fine, bye. And they hang up. And I watched it so mad at this guy. But what happened is I watched it and then it got me stuck into trash TikTok live. Well, first of all, that man, that man should be arrested. He should actually be arrested in that jail. He should be citizens arrested. 
A, oh, for sure. For starting the, the trend of you getting all the lives. And B, just for being trashed. Agreed. Oh, I need to get that off my chest. You guys, please let me know if you've seen these weird TikTok lives because I feel like I'm going crazy. Yeah, no, I would love to know. Also, what side of TikTok are you on, people? I want to know. That's true. Okay, so here's my citizen's arrest. It's not the one that I thought of the other day, but it's one that I have written down. When something's wrong with the parking machine and then you have to hold up like the whole line of cars behind you and everybody's mad. Yeah. That's my absolute worst fear in the entire universe. And then you have to push a little button and say like, hello. Like, if it's not working. What? It's not It's not working. It's like, ah. <laughs> And then they're like, try another card. And then you do it and you're like, it's it's still not, it's still. And they're like, Ugh. and then they like open the thing for you. But not not until you have 15 cars behind you honking and being mad. Did this recently happen to you? Um, no. But when I wrote it down, I'm sure that's I'm sure it did. Okay. Okay. And I just remember thinking, this is every time it happens to me, I think this is absolutely my worst fear. I hate this. So much. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it, it does suck. Parking in general. Citizens arrest. Even good, bad parking at all. Having to park my car. Having <laughs> to park? Arrest immediately. <laughs> all right, you guys. Well, if you like this episode, we'll do more. Hopefully the sound quality isn't absolute rubbish. Yes. And it is. You know what? Don't tell us. Don't tell us about don't tell us. And we will be back next week with another episode. Love you guys. Bye.